explanation. Hour number two. Pete Callender here, News Talk 1110-993-WBT. I have the answer, the, the, the explanation. Joe Biden has been mistakenly delivering his remarks that have been prepared ahead of time. That's the That's been the problem. That's been the, and also, hey, uh, Chris, I'm hearing that. I'm hearing that audio come down the line again. Nope, now it's gone. That was weird. Nope. Nope, now it's back. Can you hear it? Okay. I know this is great radio, but I don't know what to do about it because I'm hearing like it sounds like a... National media brand. Sounds like a commercial or something playing. Yeah, I don't know what to... Yeah, it's just... it's it, It's kind of distracting. Nope. Good, 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 good. Okay, good. There it goes. Thank you. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, because it's like listening to like a commercial playing as I'm talking is kind of difficult. Anyway, uh, so it's been, here's been the issue. The prepared remarks that Joe Biden has supposed to have been delivering all of this time is that I take classified materials seriously. There's a period. He's been missing the period. He's been just skipping right over that period. He's been saying, people know I take classified materials seriously. And that's wrong. Because it's obvious he doesn't. So it's been, this is the only explanation I can come up with. But I think I figured this out, is that he he's misreading the remarks. There's supposed to be a period there, and he's not reading it as a separate sentence. It should say, I take classified materials. Seriously. Because, you know, he always adds, he adds that. That seriously. Come on, man. He always throws in something like that for the punctuation. So I think that's what's going on. What else am I to uh, to divine here from the fact that he thinks the good excuse is that the second batch of classified documents that they have discovered at his home in Wilmington was kept in his garage. An old lunch pail Joe kept it right next to his cherry vintage Corvette. So obviously secure. I mean, what? What? Now, is that the... Oh, oh, hang on. Hang on a second. I believe we've got... Yeah, I believe there's some breaking news here. We've got another batch. We, we found some more. This is in a room next to the garage. I think they called it his library, which I'm not sure. Does that mean like that's... Was that in the bathroom? All right, so, okay, so now you got classified documents at three different locations, two of which are in his house in Wilmington, not the one at the beach, but the other house in the garage with the Corvette. And it was all locked up, so don't you worry your pretty little head about it because it's in a locked garage because garages are impenetrable, don't you know? And the and, and then an, uh, another document or something, they, they were found uh, in the... Uh, in a room next to the garage. So that's now we got three different locations. Three locations. So when Trump was joking about, hey, are we going to raid Joe Biden's homes? Once again, <laughs> maybe Trump is right. Everybody is like, oh, Trump. They roll their eyes at him and all this. Yet, how many locations is it going to take? By the way, do you think there was any kind of a security risk? I remember the the left was losing their minds over the potential threat a 
you know, bad actors finding the documents, seeing the documents, and then being able to use them against us, sources and methods compromised, blah, blah, blah. Right? All of that. Because, you know, it was at, in Trump's war, uh, case, it was at Mar-a-Lago. And you have all these people. I mean, not, not like they're going into Trump's private residence area. But, you know, this is a resort. You have all these people. They're all coming in and out. And, oh, my gosh, he's got Secret Service. He's got private security as well. Is that all the case at at the president's home? Or, sorry, now what then Vice President Joe Biden, did did he have Secret Service at all three of the homes? Or, sorry, two of the homes and the, the office? No. Which, you know, this is a good, um, hang on a second. I got a message here on Twitter. It's a Pete tweet. Uh, Uh-oh. Tune in is now, I've used tune in to listen to BT radio for years, and now it's not working. Oh, that's not good. Um, No, I did not listen to WABC or WFAN. Um, where, where did it go? There was a, here it is, Mandy. Uh, I guess it, Mandy says, Pete, I figured out the garage situation. It's why he goes back home so often. It's so the documents will be surrounded by secret service. There you go. That makes sense. That makes sense. He knows he's got the documents, in, you know, with the Corvette. He knows he's got them with the, uh, in the room next to the Corvette. You know, he had him at, the, well, he never did vacation though at the office. At the think tank. But they were locked up, too. They were all locked up, too. I've got this statement here. This is from Sam's. Uh, Ian Sam's. Ian Sam's is White House spokesman for oversight and investigation. Special assistant to the president and senior advisor to the White House counsel's office. Here is the statement of Richard Sauber. Special counsel to the president. Quote, as we previously stated, we are fully cooperating with the National Archives and the Department of Justice in a process to ensure that any Obama-Biden administration records are appropriately in possession of the archives. Following the discovery of government documents at the Penn-Biden Center in November 2022 and coordinating closely with DOJ, The president's lawyers have searched the president's Wilmington and Rehoboth Beach, Delaware residences. The other locations where files from his vice presidential office might have been shipped in the course of the 2017 transition. The lawyers completed that review last night. During the review, so they've been doing this review for November, December, through like two and a half months they've been going over all this stuff? Amazing how none of that leaked out. Or did they just start the review after the news broke about the first batch? Is that what happened? During the review, the lawyers discovered among personal and political papers a small number of additional Obama-Biden administration records with classified markings. All but one of these documents were found in storage space in the president's Wilmington residence garage. One document consisting of one page was discovered among stored materials in an adjacent room. No documents were found in the Rehoboth Beach residence. As was done in the case of the Penn-Biden Center, the DOJ was immediately notified the lawyers arranged for the Department of Justice to take possession of these documents. The White House will continue to cooperate with the review of the DOJ. 
All right, so that is the statement out of the White House. Now, I do think um, it is of note that somebody had access to Joe Biden's homes. Somebody had access to Joe Biden's homes that might pose a teensy-weensy, ever-so-slight bit of a security threat, a concern. Might, might, might be corruptible somehow. Might be used as a pawn, as leverage. You could blackmail him, extort him. That would be the president's son, Hunter Biden, whose business dealings we, are, we were told Joe Biden had no knowledge of. Of course, that proved to be another lie because Joe Biden is a liar. So, and has been his entire professional career, right? So he's just lied about all things big and small. And so he that was one of the lies he told during the campaign, that he doesn't talk to his son Hunter about, about his business dealings, when in fact we know he does now. So did Hunter Biden have access to the homes? To the, you know, Rehoboth Beach, but also the Wilmington home, Did Hunter ever go into the garage? Did Hunter know that the documents were there? Did Joe Biden take them on purpose? Who who brought them there? We got a full-blown review. Now, here's the thing. I have no idea what the documents say, what they're about. I didn't put them there. I didn't read them. I don't even have a top-secret security clearance. I know, that's a shocker, but I don't. So I don't know what's in the documents. Neither does anybody, really, except the people who have looked at it and the people who took them. Or maybe maybe it was a mistake, honest mistake. It could happen. One document in a whole, you know, banker's box filled with documents, although I don't know how it would have gotten in there in the first place, right? But usually, as I understand it, people are very clear. They're told and it's drilled into people, at least in the military. And, you know, Joe Biden wasn't military, so maybe it didn't stick quite as well with him. But uh, people are told all the time, like, this is what happens to you if you take these materials. If these materials get out, if you don't guard them, you you could go to jail, right? Got the guy on the sub that went to jail. Took pictures, sent home to his wife, had something in the back that was classified. You're, now you're, you're discharged out of the military, you're going to jail. And this is what McCarthy was, uh, Kevin McCarthy was talking about when he had his press conference today, where apparently the media were only interested in getting his comments about that guy up in New York that's also a liar, Santos. Yeah. What, did, did anything he do break the law? Investigate it. Whatever. But you can't kick him out of Congress. They'll have an ethics investigation, McCarthy said. Maybe there's some censure motions that come out of that. I don't know. See, I'm a patient guy. Like, I'm willing to let it. Let's get the information. Let's let's do some fact-finding. By the way, this is the exact same approach I took with Donald Trump as well. There's an They're having an argument about whether or not the stuff is classified and whether or not he had the ability to declassify it and could take it with him and whether or not it was being secured. I don't know. And I learned a long time ago that the initial, quote, rough draft of history when it comes to Donald Trump is usually not true. <laughs> it's usually not true. The stories that we are fed by anonymous sources via their mouthpieces in the media, in the legacy media outlets, generally turn out to be not true. So I learned my lesson on that a long time ago. So I'm going to wait and see. Thank you very much. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. So Merrick Garland just did a brief uh, announcement. 
He has uh, appointed a special counsel to investigate the handling of classified documents by President Joe Biden. These are leftover documents from uh, when he was uh, left office as vice president, which, by the way, you know, you don't have the same ability to declassify like a president does. So how did these documents end up now at three different locations, one at his think tank, one at his uh, home in uh, Wilmington in some room that was adjacent to the garage, and then another one, uh, another batch that was in the garage um, next to his Corvette. Because this is where this, uh, yeah, this detail comes from. This was uh, Peter Ducey asking Joe Biden at a press briefing or a uh, press availability, I should say. Uh, and this is where we learn about the Corvette. Classified, classified material next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me, uh, the, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, people, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. Okay, so it's not like you're sitting out in the street. So the but anyway, was in a locked garage. yes, as well as my Corvette. Um, but as I said earlier this week, people know I take classified documents and classified material seriously. I also said we're cooperating. Full- there you go. So he says that everyone knows I take this stuff seriously. Uh, I think he just misread the remark and is supposed to say I take everyone knows I take this stuff seriously. And uh, but his his defense is it was in the garage. You see, it's in a locked garage with my Corvette. That's not secure. Remember, that was one of the big issues with Trump's documents was that he had them in a, in some storage unit or closet or something that the archivists and the, the authorities were like, that's not good enough. So, but, but a garage is. It's my understanding also that the garages are known to be opened for various reasons. I mean, just speaking from personal experience, I tend to open my garage minimum twice a day. How about you? I open that door. Also, did you know that you can actually break into the garage door pretty easily? Yeah, like you go up through. Oh, I'm not going to tell you how. All right. Let me go over here and get uh, David on. Hello, David. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Pete. Sure. Why don't we let the Gestapo, I mean, the FBI do the investigating. Forget Biden's lawyers that are just going to cover for him. Why don't we do some raids on all of his properties? Well, this is now uh, what the lawyers were looking at all of the properties, but now you've got a special counsel that's involved. And that's what Merrick Garland just appointed, a special counsel. So I don't know if they're going to actually go do more research, uh, more searches, rather, of the different domiciles uh, that Biden has. I I think that would be, I I would also be interested to know, uh, what about Hunter Biden? Do we need to check his place, too? The press said that uh, the papers from the first mistake were uh, about Ukraine. Yep, and And Iran. From the Obama years, when Hunter got a big gig in Ukraine, uh, kind of bribery, but uh, he had no experience for making all the money he made. But there's a clear line of motive there, and I don't hear... I don't hear the national press covering it. It's the same. This is the, well, no, because you got George Santos, David. George Santos, that's the story today. George Santos uh, and his lies and being seated in Congress, and he's just a lying liar, and how dare a lying liar lie like he has lied so much, so we need to just... Mm. He doesn't, he doesn't, 
pale. I know. By comparison to bike. That's where all the focus has been, though. That's where all of the legacy outlets have been focused. Because this is a very bad... Look, again, what is rule number two in journalisming, right? Rule number two, if the story... Or, sorry, if the scandal is about a Republican, then the story is the scandal. But if the scandal is about a Democrat, then the story is the Republican reaction to that scandal. And so they've been trying to figure out how do you go about getting... A Republican reaction to the scandal and just waiting for the Republicans to pounce or to seize upon something. So this way you can essentially minimize and dismiss uh, and, and ridicule yourself away from having to cover the actual meat of the scandal. Because I agree with you. There is a direct line between the Biden operation, their family business that was basically influence peddling, as I far as I can tell. I don't know what else they were selling. Like what 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 tangible valuable service or good did the Bidens provide any of their clients? Zero. Zero. Right. Like, what does Hunter Biden provide? What is his skill set? Access to his dad. Bingo. And that they, and they, that was explicitly stated in some of the correspondence uh, that we we have access the to now. Guy. Yeah, they were like, thanks for me, hooking me up with your dad. Let me meet your dad and all this. That's what, I mean, Biden rode with Joe on, or Hunter rode with his dad over to China, right, on a vice presidential mission, or maybe it was Ukraine. I forget which one. Why was Biden, why was Hunter with his dad? Right, there's a direct line, and then he just happens to end up being appointed to the board of Burisma and making, what was it, you know, I don't even remember. It was some ridiculous amount of money, like $50,000 a month or some some crazy amount of money. And he has no experience in that line of work. He doesn't know anything about energy. So, no. what? What what other reason is there? What exa- what is the service? What is the good? What is the value that Hunter Biden brought? Nothing when except the connection. The journalistic license of these hacks. They don't have licenses. There are no licenses. They be allowed to interview anybody. Well, that's up to the person who's doing the interview. You know, that's up to somebody who wants the to White be interviewed. House press room. Now, what's that? What about the White House press briefing room? Oh, yeah, the credentials for, well, those go for organizations, yeah. And then you you got to sign up to be part of the organization. There are a lot of different outlets that are in there, though. But they the problem is they don't get called on, right? A lot, a lot of times they just don't get oh. called on to ask the questions. Peter Ducey is one of the rare ones. And it's honestly like if I'm in that press briefing room and Ducey's sitting there getting all of this, uh, getting all these questions, getting all these sound bites, getting all this traction, I'm in, a little embarrassed that I'm not getting... I'm not getting questions asked that are actually moving the needle on the news cycle. I would be embarrassed if I'm these other reporters. Like, why aren't you getting the kinds of questions in that Ducey is getting all the time? Like, it's truth to power here, people. Truth to power. All right. David, I appreciate the call, man. Thank you. We do have a special counsel. We'll see what happens. Talk 1110-993-WBT. Got a fella named Charles on Twitter. It's a Pete tweet. He says, I need to get some like branding for that. Um, he, 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 he came at me. This is I, I say this is where I do a lot of my wet work, you know, like the stabby stabby stuff. It's on Twitter. So it gets, it gets kind of rowdy over on Twitter. All right. So Charles says, how upset were you about Trump taking nuclear secrets, Pete? And I said, so where's the evidence that he took nuclear secrets? Again, like, look, 
I follow this stuff pretty closely, more than like your average person. I'm not an expert by any stretch. A lot of stuff does get past me. But generally speaking, when friends and family and even strangers come up and say, hey, Pete, did you hear about my usual answer is yes to whatever they whatever comes after that is usually yes. I have heard about that story. Yes. So I follow this stuff. But I'm not aware of any evidence that Donald Trump took nuclear secrets. I am aware of reports. And in fact, when I wrote him the reply, I actually wrote in the reply, anonymously sourced Washington Post stories don't count as proof because anonymously sourced Washington Post story. I mean, that's the at this point, if you are believing what the Washington Post's anonymous sources are telling their reporters, you are an idiot. The Post has been wrong so many times being misled by their anonymous sources that at this point, it's collusive. There's no other explanation for it. You cannot be a journalist and get led astray, quote unquote, so many times as the Post has been led astray on this stuff and still be relying on these anonymous sources. And that's really what all of this stuff is nowadays. It's all just anonymous sourcing. And no, I don't believe that stuff. It's interesting. I will read the story. But do I believe that that is proof? I do not. And so I told him that. I said that I don't believe a Washington Post anonymously sourced story is proof. I am applying the same standard that I applied to Donald Trump and I applied to Joe Biden. I don't know what's in the documents. I think there should be investigation. We should find out what's in the document. I mean, I don't need to know personally, but somebody with credibility, right, investigate Find out what's in them. Let's get some explanation for it. And here's the thing. And I know it's a hassle for people in Trump world, but usually, you know what ends up happening? Trump gets vindicated. Like that's been the case in almost every single one of these types of stories, right? It always comes out that I, and I understand it's frustrating because it's another thing you have to deal with. I get it. But that's the only way that people will end up knowing or believing that something is true. When I say people, I mean people like me. I'm not talking about people that are already like got the blinders on. Right? And so now he wants to know uh, how critical of, uh, was I of Trump, who unquestionably obstructed investigations. Unquestionably obstructed investigations. This guy, so what tells me is this kid, he's, uh, hang on a second, let me see what his uh, profile is. He is uh, UNC School of Law, class of 23. Oh, for crying out loud. Okay. That's a lawyer. Wannabe lawyer, even worse. All right, so how critical were you of so this is how he's these interrogations. This is uh this is his mode of debate. He's going to ask the question. See all he's doing is he keeps asking question, asking question, asking question as if I'm like on the witness stand. Like I don't owe you answers to any of these questions. State your case, man. Make your close, make your open. I'm going to tell him this next because like I'm not here to dance for you as if like you're trying to hone your uh, cross-examination skills before you graduate from law school. How critical of I was Trump, who unquestionably obstructed? That's a leading question. Maybe that's what I'll probably... Leading question, Your Honor. Leading the witness. Ralph, what's going on? Hello, Ralph. Welcome to the show. Hey, Pete. Uh, you know, there's only one man for the job. Robert Mueller. Mueller. Oh, yeah. Como, uh, or whatever could be his uh, oh, investigator. Brilliant. Como, but uh, uh, the FBI guy. Struck? No, uh, no, not McCabe. before Ray. Before Ray, Baker, the head, the head of the uh, FBI. Who was it? Comey, 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 and everything. Bean, he, you know, yeah, Beanstalk. Through, 
that they those two have the most credibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of, out of the DOJ, and and truth will prevail. Yes, I think yeah, we should get the band back together. We need to have uh, it needs to be a Mueller. Uh, I mean, Mueller's name just goes on the top of the letterhead. He doesn't actually do anything because he's he you know he's old, and so he didn't do anything on the last go around. So we just need his name. Because you know he gives credibility, then we would have working for him. You would have the whole apparatus. It would be Comey, Strzok, Page, Weissman, Jim Baker. Um, uh, 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 did I say McCabe already? McCabe, right? You, we can we can have all of these these same actors because like they did such a great job investigating the the Clinton email or server, right? The the Clinton server, which. Was I think also located in a garage? No, oh no, that was in a bathroom. That was in a bathroom, right? Include a wiener too. Oh, that's right, Anthony Weiner. Can't forget the wiener. How could we forget wiener? It's not a right. It's not going to be a real party without wiener. So, all right, uh, Ralph. I think that's a great idea. That's what we're, that's what we're all about here. Ideas, solutions, solving the world's problems. Jimmy, welcome to the show. Hello, Jimmy. Hey, Pete. All of this is just more poking at Biden that don't run, old man. No, we're going to open up more stuff because Biden is the most sloppiest politician ever. He, you know he can't hide documents or he just leaves them anyway. All right, so He's walk really me through. afraid of the repercussions. Say that again. He's not afraid of the repercussions. Of going. So he's probably got, like, paperwork everywhere. Oh, he probably—it w- would not surprise me, Jimmy, if he had documents laying all over the place, because I don't think he's ever suffered repercussions ever before, and so why would he start thinking that they would be, he would suffer them now? Um, so so your, your suggestion here is that this is uh, some sort of an op that's being run against Biden by, what, fellow Democrats that don't want him to run again? Pretty much, don't please don't run. You know, if, especially if the Santos, if the Santos run, you got the old man and the young guy, mm-hmm. and it, it just doesn't look. Good. Okay, so how ex? All right, so Jimmy, let's walk me through it. How exactly did the documents get to these locations? Well, they probably are already there. Okay, but I'm sure they somebody figured it out, found out. So he's got them in his storeroom. He, you know, he's got them over here. He's got them in the, the beach house or somewhere like that. Right. Well, they say they weren't at the beach house. They were just at the other house and at his office at that think tank sham job that he had. So, all right. So we had those. So, so people. So you think that Biden may have actually taken the documents and that other people knew that they were there and have known they were there for a long time. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So then the so then the lawyers come along. Were the lawyers in on it? You think? Probably one or two, okay. you know, just to, you know, just to give it a look. Now, when when he when he decides that you know that he's on, I'm gonna buy out. I'm gonna let some young guy take over. Then you're gonna get, you know, the DG, the uh, the investigator says, ah, oh, it was nothing to see here. It was really nothing. It was just some misplaced paper. But you I think like that some, would uh, right. So I think th- I think though that that would require a level of planning inside of Biden world that I'm not sure lines up with their belief that he is the preferred candidate. Cause I do believe there are people, uh, most of the people around him want him to stay, want him to run again, because 
he is a very easily manipulated boss, right? I mean, they, yeah. they, they basically get to run the show. That's my, I mean, that's my perception of it. So why would you want to get rid of him? I mean, at some point, you know, the economy is going to get a little worse. The inflation is probably going to kick up at least one more time. And, uh, you know, he just, he just, he's not going to get better. You know, old people don't get better. Wait a minute. You know what I mean? No, the, some of them are like fine wine, Jimmy. Some of them lead very productive <laughs> And and flourishing lives. I remember The Sopranos. I saw that episode. Okay, uh, Jimmy, I appreciate the call. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. So along those lines, here's a tweet. It's a P-tweet. From at, P- at Patriot Girl. Says the Dems are dumping Brandon to clear the way for Gavin Newsom. They're using the documents because then they can say that Trump shouldn't run either because he did the same thing. Only not really. Like I said, seven years in the making. I guess that could be a theory. I mean, that is a theory. Yeah, I mean, or it could have just been like they were clearing out the office and the lawyers came across the documents and they were like, oh, yeah, uh, shouldn't have these. Considering what we just went through with Donald Trump. So they gave him over to archivists, and they were like, we need to go check the rest of the other places just to make sure, because this would look really bad if it came out later on that he had a bunch of more stuff. So why don't we go ahead and get in front of it? Now, will people use that in order to try to take him out because they don't want him to run again? They think he's too old and senile or whatever, not progressive enough, whatever. Sure, absolutely. But, you know, just because people use developments to their advantage doesn't mean they planned the developments. A lot of people, you know, you know, it's the you know, correlation, causation arguments. Like, just because something happens and people then react to it in a way that benefits them doesn't mean that they created the thing that they then benefited from. Sometimes it's possible. Sometimes they do. But not always. So... Uh, I keep an open mind. I try to keep an open mind on this stuff. Robert, welcome to the program. Hello, Robert. Good. How are you? Hey, I'm good. What's up? Yeah, I just want to know. I, you know, his people are the ones doing all the all the looking. And how do we know that he's not cherry-picking what they want to turn over and destroying the rest? So initially, the lawyers that were clearing out the office in D.C., right? Yeah, they were the ones that did it. But then, as I, I think I read the statement where he, uh, the the White House general counsel, I think they, I think other lawyers then went. So, yeah, th- and I think that's why the uh, Garland has now appointed a special counsel because, because they don't know. You have to, you've got to do uh, uh, a, an investigation to find out where all the documents went and, and what well, kind of documents there are. Stop looking. Say again? His people are the ones who need to stop looking, let law enforcement do the looking. Right. Well, I think that's where I think that's where we are now. I think that's where we've gotten to. Which, I mean, look, Garland made the right call with a special counsel today. I give him credit for, for making the right call. Because, that, like, had he not done that, could you imagine how bad that looks? I would have completely different words for Merrick Garland <laughs> uh, yeah, if he didn't do the same thing that he did with Donald Trump. So he's at least doing a consistent standard. I appreciate that. Uh, I agree. Yeah. 
Uh, and now, like, I don't know what was in Trump's documents. I don't know what's in Biden's documents. So we're we're going to wait to find out, see how bad it is. But the difference is law enforcement got Trump's and Biden's people got his. Right. I, but, see, now, I think that that's a, that was a, a, a byproduct of how they came about knowing the documents existed, right? With Trump, it was a protracted argument, right? They were going back and forth. They were debating what what is classified, what isn't, should it be locked, should it not be locked. Now, I don't think that justifies what they did, what the, the you know, with the raid and how that was conducted. I don't think that that argument justified their uh, the, the DOJ's actions. But I think there were just different scenarios that in one case, you know, Trump was arguing with them. And in the other case, the government wasn't even aware. They had no idea because if the lawyers wanted to become co-conspirators with Biden, they could have just burned the documents or stuffed them away someplace, but they didn't, That's you know? what I'm talking about. Yeah. Turning over the ones they want to turn over and right. destroying the ones they don't. Well, and maybe a general counsel finds out whether or not those lawyers pulled a Sandy burglar or not. I don't know. <laughs> you know, maybe we'll find out. Robert, I appreciate the call. That's a fair, yeah, they're fair points. Uh, let me go over here to Ernest. Hello, Ernest. Hey, Pete, how are you? Hey, I am well. Thinking about motive here and mm-hmm. thinking about Donald Trump and thinking about Joe Biden and thinking about where each one was uh, at that particular time in their political career, Donald Trump had lost the election. He'd gone back to Mar-a-Lago, and he's kind of likes to, I think, maintain his ego. And no. to me, Donald Trump's boxes of whatever he had to me, to him, they were memorabilia to him, like that Kim Jong-un letter and yeah. things like that, whatever. Yeah. But to Joe Biden, at that point in his career when he left the White House, he wanted to be president. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be president. Well, by, well maybe, but Maybe a motive was, I want to make sure I don't leave any stumbling blocks around that somebody's going to find. All right, so hang on a second. Let me l- let me challenge that real quick because and, and I agree that those are those are possible motives on both sides. But on the other hand, I think Donald Trump thought he had won the election and was going to make a comeback in some way shape or form. So I don't think he had ruled that out. I think he still does want to be president. Um so maybe he could have acted nefariously, but I tend to think that your assessment is more accurate that he probably took it as memorabilia, you know, like much like, you know, O.J. Simpson well, wanted his stuff back. Involved. No, I'm kidding. But the uh, on the other side, you got Joe Biden. I think his stuff may have been for uh, protection, but also to advance his, uh, you know, Biden Inc., right? The family business. Um, I think that that there was there may have been information in some of this stuff that he wanted to utilize for personal gain. That's possible. But I don't know. I, I don't know. Ernest, I do appreciate the call. Um, this is the thing, like, we, we, we can spin out some ideas, but I just caution anybody, everybody, before you get, you know, attached to a certain theory and start believing that that is the truth. You just you know, try to keep an open mind and see as many angles as possible. 